0: This is Brad Bright and the God is the Issue podcast where we show how God is the issue in every issue. Did you know we can trace all our human problems to our view of God? In light of that, that's why we say the problem in America today is not that there's too much darkness. The problem is there's not enough light. You know, today we're going to be talking about New Mexico and the governor there and, and the things that she said last week and we're going to begin unpacking that. You know, Politicians often say crazy things, right? But the New Mexico governor, Governor Lujan Grisham, uh, she recently just crossed the line. She went way over the line. She went from crazy to dangerous. I mean, honestly, I don't think she even realizes the implications of what she said and how devastating the cultural implications are. Uh, By the end of this podcast, however, you will know that, and you will know at least one thing you can help to do about that. For those of you who have not been following the situation this past week, let me briefly recap. Governor Lujan Grisham issued an emergency public health order um, that outlawed the right of every American in the Albuquerque area to carry a gun. Her actions have triggered a huge political backlash of Godzilla-like proportions. Now, when reporters asked her about the constitutionality of her order, this is what she said. She said, no constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, meaning her oath of office, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. Did you catch that? In other words, no constitutional right is absolute. Now, the sheriff and the mayor of Albuquerque came out almost immediately said, in order to uphold our oath that we swore to the constitution we cannot uphold this order from the governor and in fact even her own attorney general said that the law was unenforceable because it was unconstitutional and many of members of her own party were shocked by her overreach and then of all things a judge appointed by Joe Biden put a but really put a temporary stay on her order so it's like almost Everybody reacted against her, whether Republican or Democrat. So that's the context. Now let's start by first unmasking the devastating constitutional consequences of her statement, that no constitutional right is absolute. Does she really mean that the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which abolished slavery, is no longer absolute? Does she really mean that the 15th Amendment to the Constitution, which gave blacks the right to vote, is not absolute? Does she really mean that the Fifth Amendment, which says that a person who's charged with a capital offense cannot be deprived of his or her life without the due process of law? she's saying that's not absolute? Does she really mean that her oath of office is not absolute? Well, actually, that's what she said, and that's what she actually demonstrated by her actions. She clearly means that she may, at her own discretion, disregard her oath of office to protect any and all uh, aspects of the Constitution of the United States, since, of course, no parts of the, the Constitution are absolute. Folks, that's absolutely terrifying. That is terrifying, especially for blacks and anyone charged with a capital crime they would forfeit all their rights. Now, if she truly imagines that she has the authority to choose when and where to snub the Constitution, that means she has greater authority than the Constitution itself. Now, in a constitutional republic, folks, that's a real problem, where the Constitution is the highest authority in the land, and she thinks she has higher authority. Now, in America, we replace the King of England with The United States Constitution. In other words, the Constitution is our king. It is our highest authority in the land. Now, if you want to delve into this concept more deeply of the Constitution being king, go and listen to my podcast I recorded a few weeks ago entitled Christians, the Constitution, and Our Biggest Mistake. Now, may I be blunt for a moment? Very blunt. It seems like Lujan Grisham Grisham thinks that as governor of New Mexico, she may, at her own discretion, usurp the authority of the Constitution. Did you catch that? She thinks she can usurp the authority of the Constitution. Now, folks, this is a classic definition of insurrection. We've been hearing that word a lot recently in regard to Donald Trump. Well, now you're hearing it again. Let me read to you what Webster's Dictionary says is the definition of of insurrection. Webster's Dictionary says insurrection is an act or instance of revolting against civil authority or against an established government. Folks, what she did was the classic definition of insurrection. If her oath of office is an absolute... If the abolition of slavery is not absolute, if the granting blacks the right to fully participate as citizens in the country by giving them the right to vote is not absolute, if the right to life apart from due process is not absolute, if she believes that none of our constitutional rights are absolute, apart, of course, from the processes set out by the Constitution itself, then let's all pray she never becomes president. She would be an absolute disaster for this nation. However, let me say, the the, the real problem runs much, much deeper than just insurrection against the Constitution. Her statement is a clear reflection of how our society views absolutes in general. Now, let me unpack that for you a bit. Modern culture is far more concerned about what works than what is true. Of course, when we say that, what we mean is, what works for who? For me. And we don't just mean that. What we mean is, what works for me today? Now, I sum this up by, with this statement. That is, I want what I want when I want it. That's exactly what this view uh, embodies. Now, then, frankly, in this view, we are far more concerned about short-term outcomes than the process of how we get there. Therefore, this view really imagines that the end somehow justifies the means. Therefore, you may disregard the Constitution if you are pushing for the correct outcome, quote-unquote. Think Governor Lujan Grisham. Now, what I'm about to say next is extremely blunt, but it's also true. This is what Stalin believed. This is what Pol Pot believed. This is what Castro believed. This is what Mao believed. And yes, this is what Hitler believed. They all believed that the end justified the means. That the outcome was more important than the process of getting there. That absolutes were irrelevant. Folks, if there are no absolutes, we are all in trouble. But folks, the problem goes even deeper than that. If I don't believe that God exists or I don't believe that God is relevant, why would I embrace moral absolutes? If God does not exist, moral absolutes cannot exist. If God is irrelevant, then moral absolutes must be irrelevant. They are nothing more than fairy tales, and here's why. If God is irrelevant, then all that's left is survival of the fittest. And you can't get from survival of the fittest to love your neighbor. Remember, survival of the fittest means that the strong survive and the weak die. So how do you get from survival of the fittest to love your neighbor? Or or really any other related at moral absolutes? You see, it is our view of God, both as individuals and a culture, that is the problem. It is Governor Lujan Grisham's real problem. Her problem is her view of God, not her view of the Constitution. See, the real problem is how she views God. Now, ideas have consequences, and our view of God has consequences. I applaud the governor's deep empathy for the families whose whose children were murdered, murdered really by godless thugs. But you know what? Good intentions are not enough. She is profoundly confused. She thinks that guns are killing children, when in reality, it's people who learned in public school that God is irrelevant. And those are the ones that are killing the children. Do you think that it is mere coincidence that as our view of God in our culture devolves, that that violence, including gun violence, is increasing more and more all the time? You see, gun violence is a direct result of our broken view of God. Again, if God is irrelevant, how do you start with survival of the fittest, where the strong survive and the weak die, and end by saying that violence of any sort is wrong? You can't. You may feel strongly that that it's wrong, but you can't intellectually say that it is. If you want little Johnny to behave as though God exists, you have to teach him that God exists and who he is. If you don't teach God, Johnny, that God is relevant, then he won't believe it and he won't act like it. It is a simple issue of cause and effect. You see, in the public schools today, we teach our kids that God is irrelevant. And then we're shocked when they act as though God is what? Irrelevant. Why are we shocked? It just makes sense. It's cause and effect. If we want to solve the problem of gun violence, we must teach our children who God is and why it matters. Until we do, gun violence will continue to get worse. Again, it's a simple issue of cause and effect. Now then, if you want to understand how this cause and effect process works, let me suggest you go watch a movie. The movie is Rope by Alfred Hitchcock. Rope, R-O-P-E by Alfred Hitchcock. In true Hitchcock form, it is truly a psychological thriller. It graphically plays out on the screen what happens when a student actually believes what what his professor taught him in class. And Hitchcock reveals through story how ideas in the classroom can give birth to almost unthinkable consequences every parent should be required to watch this film before they they send their kids off to school especially before they send them off to college but let me warn you do not watch it with young children in the room where they can see it or hear it it is extremely disturbing i imagine many of you may not be able to watch it through to the end it really is that disturbing and remember it is a psychological thriller however if you want to understand what's going on in america today It is a must watch hitchcock was almost prophetic with this movie he understood the power of ideas for either good or for horrendous evil if we continue to teach our children that god is irrelevant folks we will never solve either of these problems that is insurrection against the constitution or gun violence governor lujan grisham brazenly crossed the rubicon last week shoving the Constitution out of the way. She wasn't the first, she won't be the last, but she's the most brash to date. Until we put God back at the center of our cultural conversation, back into the public square, the attacks against our children and the Constitution will increase and they will continue to intensify. It's a simple matter of cause and effect. Now the choice is crystal clear. What's the solution? You are the solution. You see, only you can bring God back into your home. Only you can bring God back into your neighborhood. Only you can bring God back into into your community. The choice is simple, and the choice is yours. You can start this this coming Halloween, and this is just just an idea to give you how how to get started. You can start by giving the children who knock on your door what they want so you can give them what they need. That is, give them a piece of candy along uh, with a uh, gospel tract that's designed for children. Now, you can use your favorite gospel tract, or if you don't have one or you don't know one, then please go to brightmedia.org and order a pack of the four keys for kids for kids. Or in Spanish, it's cuatro llaves para niños. Either one, so English or Spanish, we we have both. And folks, do it because you care about America. Do it because you care about the violence. Do it because you care about the children. You see, God is the issue in every issue. Now, if this podcast has been helpful to you, please be sure to share it, to like it, and and to subscribe. That would be a great help in, in helping us to get the message out. Thanks much.